Chapter 3, Syntax. Dr. Janet Basin looks up from the papers on her desk and begins a panoramic scan of her office. When she reaches the wall to her left, she pauses and focuses on the portrait of her late husband. Remember how they first met, Janet smiles and says, It was a good line. Her smile suddenly turns to a whimper as she remembers their last moments together. Janet shouts at the picture, Why did you leave so soon? The Vapcon interrupts her thoughts. Incoming call for Admiral Timpson. Janet clicks the receive button, and the image of Admiral Timpson appears. Admiral Timpson starts in explaining to Janet that he needs her to serve as the doctor on the new battle cruiser Star Crusher. Janet's reluctance to leave Syntax is due to her wanting to find a cure for the plague. Admiral Timpson informs her that the Star Crusher's mission possibly involves Syntax and the plague. She knows if he wants to activate her commission, she will have no choice but to report to duty. She turns to look at the monitor and says, Admiral, let me think about it. Admiral Timpson grants her request, but informs her she should report to her lab immediately. Then she might make up her mind sooner. The Admiral ends communications, and the VAPCOM goes blank. Janet stands up from her desk and closes her smock, picks up the charts off the desk, and heads for the far door. Janet walks into the lab and notices Dr. Flockney hovering over a corpse on the table. She moves over next to him and stares at a race she has never laid eyes on. She begins to wonder if the corpse is what the Admiral was talking about. She questions Dr. Flockney. Where did the body come from? The doctor informs her that it was discovered on the moon Pyrus by the medical ship Lumbar. Janet is a little confused. She knows that Pyrus is uninhabitable, and to find an unknown alien corpse on it only confuses her more. Realizing she is the only one at Syntax with clearance to perform autopsies, Janet lays her charts on the nearby counter, turns and heads toward the dressing room. Dr. Flockner grabs her arm and tells her not to bother suiting up because the case is of no concern to them. It is an Earth Force matter. Janet looks at his hand and then looks up and stares him dead in the eye and says, You are touching me. Dr. Flockner quickly removes his hand. His one attempt to court Janet resulted in a broken arm. Janet starts toward the dressing room again when Dr. Flockner informed her again that the corpse is Earth Force business. He also informs her it has to do with the alien's race, and Earth Force already has someone in transit who will perform the autopsy. Janet looks at Dr. Flockney strangely and starts toward the prep room. When the door to the lab slides open and then walks a tall, slender, dark-haired man, Dr. Flockney greets the man and introduces Janet as Dr. Basin. The officer acknowledges the two doctors and presents himself as Lieutenant Biffer of Earth Force Medical. He informs them that he's there to perform an autopsy. He instructs Dr. Flockney to escort him to the prep room. The two doctors turn toward the prep room with Dr. Basin following angrily close behind. They are about to enter when Dr. Basin stops them and informs them that she is still the lead doctor on the station. Lieutenant Biffer looks at Dr. Flockney and says, Is that so? Yes, replies Dr. Flockney. Lieutenant Biffer nods and the three continue into the prep room. Once suited up, but before putting on his gloves, the lieutenant turns to Dr. Flockney and inquires about a full body scan mentioned in his report. Dr. Flockney hands the lieutenant a report along 
with an Excel file of the corpse. Lieutenant Biffle quickly scans the report and turns to Dr. Flockney and says, Orion? Dr. Flockney takes a quick look at Dr. Basin and says, yes. Lieutenant Biffle at that point is lost for words. He had noticed that the chest cavity had some unusual organ abnormalities. He sets the report down and slips on his mat gloves. At this point, Janet Basin is furious, for she is the senior among the three doctors, and she feels she is being deliberately left out of the conversation. As the doctors exit the prep room, Lieutenant Biffer informs the doctors that he will need some assistance with this particular autopsy. I would be glad to, Dr. Flockney begins, but before he can complete his sentence, the lieutenant stops him and turns and asks Dr. Basin to assist him. Dr. Basin quickly accepts the invitation and smartly turns to Dr. Flockney and says, Earth Force business. Not having much to say, Dr. Flockney escorts them back to the body. Lieutenant Biffer removes the plexi cover from the corpse and lays it on the empty table next to him. He then rolls the Raylon cover back from the corpse's face to reveal an orient male, about 26 years of age. Dr. Basin looks at the lieutenant and informs him that she has heard of the race, but has never encountered one dead or alive. She moves in a little closer and notices a syntax mark behind the corpse's left ear. She looks up sternly at Dr. Flockney. Is Syntec experimenting on the Orions? Dr. Flockney snaps back as if he is hiding something. No surgery. Dr. Flockney continues informing the doctors that they are just performing simple cell research. No surgery whatsoever. Dr. Basin reminds him that they discussed cell research last week and he did not mention anything about other races. Dr. Flockney looks at her leeringly and says, I respect you, but there are things you have no need to know. You are here to perform gene and cell research on infected earth subjects and autopsies. Dr. Basin, not one for being lied to, reminds Dr. Flockney that if any cell research on aliens is in any way connected to finding the cure for the plague, then she needs to know. Dr. Flockney's voice turns to anger. This corpse was not present at that time, doctor. Janet walks up to Dr. Flockney face to face, but before she can respond, Lieutenant Biffer grabs Dr. Flockney by the shoulder and says, Sir, that is no way to talk to a lady. He then asks Dr. Flockney to excuse himself from the lab. The lieutenant turns to Janet. Are you okay, Dr. Basin? Janet is still a little upset. Thanks, Lieutenant. I didn't need you to correct him. I was about to kick his ass across this lab. They both laugh and continue the autopsy. Dr. Biffer continues removing the rayon cover from the body and notices a surgical suture puncture point on the upper chest. As they scan the body, they notice another suture puncture point above the groin area. Janice stands next to him with a puzzled look on her face. She breaks the silence. It looks like this guy had some major surgery performed on him. Yes, but by whom? replies the lieutenant as he stares strangely at the upper torso. He turns and looks at Dr. Basin, and she nods because she also recognized the serpent's signature at the start of the suture. Lieutenant Bifford now finds he's very interested in this particular autopsy and cannot wait to start it. He points to the serpent and looks up at his new assistant and says, I guess I will start here. Please pass me the laser scalpel, doctor. Dr. Bifford, with scalpel in hand, proceeds to open the corpse by cutting all the way down to the lower torso. Completing his cut, the doctor lays the scalpel down and asks Dr. Basin to move to the other side of the table 
because he needs her to pull on the left side of the orient's cavity as he pulls on the right side. Dr. Basin takes hold of the left torso, and the two doctors pull slowly on the upper cavity until all is revealed. An odor shoots out of the corpse that is so bad it causes the two doctors to react quickly. Lieutenant Bifford quickly puts his arm under his nose as Dr. Basin wipes the tears from her eyes, takes off her gloves, and reaches over to the medicine bay and grabs two mad-level mental strips. To screen out the smell, she quickly applies one under her nose and then places one under the lieutenant's nose. Lieutenant Bifford thanks Dr. Basin, looks down into the open cavity, and shakes his head. He looks up at her and says, I have never seen anything like this. This is wrong. Take a look at the Orion's lung, doctor. Dr. Basin, having never seen an Orion, thinks the lungs look normal except for three valves running from beneath. The lieutenant quickly informs her that they may look normal to her because they are human lungs, and that is the abnormality he noticed on the report Dr. Flockney gave him. He explains to her that the Orion's have only one large lung, Lieutenant Bifford grabs a probe scalpel and removes what looks like fat buildup from the liver, and he noticed that the liver is not orient or human. He turns to Dr. Basin. Well, this is strange. I don't recognize this organ. I think it may be a liver, but not orient. Dr. Basin moves in to take a closer look and is shocked. She mumbles, a proxy liver. How or what in the world is going on here? The lieutenant turns and looks at her. What was that, doctor? Janet looks at him and says, Oh, I'm sorry. The liver, it is proxy. Janet puts on her gloves, moves the liver slightly, and notices another strange spot on the lower left of the liver and points it out to the lieutenant, informing him that the discoloration at the tip of the liver means something caused the blood to clog. She also shows him the three synthetic tubes running from the liver. The lieutenant starts tracing the tube up to the left lung. He moves the lung to the side to expose the end of the tubes connected to the valve. Biffa looks at her, shaking his head and remarks, it seems that the valves are being used to filter air from the lungs through the liver. Worried, she looks at him and notes that the proxy livers are capable of filtering high levels of toxins, but only through ingestion. She carefully cuts out the liver and holding it in her hand, remarks, it's clear that someone was trying to create a hybrid that is capable of breathing in a toxic environment. Dr. Biffle, with a serious look on his face, moves to the intercom and pages Dr. Flockney to the lab. Dr. Flockney, already suited up, walks over to the table, thinking his assistant is needed on the autopsy. He smartly looks at Janet and says, I was wondering how long it would take for you to realize you need my expertise, Dr. Biffle. The lieutenant recognizing the smugness points to the lungs within the cavity. How in the world did this happen? Dr. Flockney looks into the cavity, loses his composure, and vomits on the lab floor. He looks up at the lieutenant as he wipes his mouth with his sleeve and says, I, I have no idea. I just maintained the corpse until you arrived. Lieutenant Biffer remarks, Sir, you mentioned in your earlier conversation with Dr. Basin when she inquired about Syntec experimenting on a corpse. You respond, and I quote, no surgery whatsoever. It leads me to believe you know more than you are willing to tell us. Dr. Flockney, already feeling like he has just become the accused, explains to the doctors that he noticed the abnormalities in the corpse upper torso when he ran the biostructure scan. 
but he knows of no syntax surgery on the Orient race. The lieutenant believing Dr. Flockney knows nothing about the corpse, but knew something about the Orient, something more than cell research. He orders Dr. Flockney to fill them in with all the data he has on the Orient. Wanting to avoid confrontation with Earth Force, Dr. Flockley directs the lieutenant and Dr. Basin to his mat station. He pulls up a file and begins to explain. Syntec has been gathering blood samples from the Orients to try and find a cure for the singed plague. Both doctors interrupted as if they had rehearsed. That is illegal. Starting to shake, Dr. Flockley slowly says, Earth Force has willed it. Now may I continue? Dr. Biffa biting his lips nods yes. Dr. Flockney pulls up a picture of an Orient male and begins explaining how the Orient's nervous system is 95% compatible to ours, closer than any other known race in the galaxy. And he had discovered the Orients are immune to the plague. Lieutenant Biffa interrupts him again. Doctor, are you telling us that Syntec infected the Orients with the plague? Dr. Flockney seeing the Look on the lieutenant's face begins to shake profusely as he struggles to answer him. No, no, not completely true. True, true, true. We only infected a few to collect samples, hoping to find a cure for the plague. That was all it took. Janet explodes and shouts at Dr. Flockney. Yes, but it is contagious. You couldn't have known that they were immune at the time. You could have infected and destroyed a whole race. Not knowing what to say, since every time he opened his mouth, Dr. Flockney digs himself a deeper hole. He looks at Dr. Basin and asks her softly, Would you please calm down, Janet? Janet tells him to address her as Dr. Basin and to never tell her to calm down. Nervously, Dr. Flockney continues his explanation. He looks straight at Dr. Basin and tells her they took precautions by only abducted audience from isolated areas and they made sure they were monitored. Lieutenant Biffa shakes his head with disgust and interrupts Dr. Flockney by noting that the Orients were not monitored enough and that his explanation still does not explain the surgery. He instructs him to send all of his files to Earth Force Medical immediately. Dr. Biffa puts his gloves on and turns toward the lab. He stops and turns toward Janet. Dr. Basin, I guess we better finish the autopsy and report our findings to Earth Force. As they walk to the lab, Janet nods in agreement and comments. Yes, but I wonder who operated on the Orient, Syntax or the Proxies. Join us next time for Chapter 4, The Mission.